Welcome to Express Church Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are a ministry of Arizona Message Ministry, the message to the number two dot US. We are supported financially by HaribouBooks.com. Make sure you go on there, buy some of the books that are there, donate them to your school, donate them to your church, donate them to your library so we can get the message of hope and the message of encouragement out. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for inviting me to come up to Vancouver, Washington to present God's Holy Word. Um, I usually uh, come out of Mesa, Arizona in Blue Exit Audio. I, my son Jeff gets a day off while I'm up here in Vancouver uh, presenting God's Holy Word up here. It's so great to be able to go to various different places. I haven't been in the state of Washington for 10 years presenting God's Holy Word, but we're so excited that we've been invited to come back to give uh, the message here today. And the message today is titled, Humble Service. The message today is titled, Humble Service. And I get the message from uh, the fact that we are in the month of March and how I typically go through uh, the calendar year is I start off in January, and in January, I look at this, it's a fresh start. No matter what happened the year before, I know that God's guidance and God's blessing is going to pour down in the direction that God has. He's going to send me on that path for the year that I'm on. I'm going to call it this year, 2021. When I came into to January, I knew that God had a plan for me in 2021. I didn't know that that plan was going to bring me to Vancouver, uh, Washington to present his word, but God knew that I should be ready for it. I had to leave my my comfort of the of the uh, studio in Mesa, Arizona at Blue Exit and to come up here and enjoy the great Northwest to present God's holy word because God's uh, word cannot be chained. God's word is is open and and God's word is available and the people of God need to be ready to go where God wants. Humble service, humble service. So we get through January, then we get to February. February is the month of love. That's a time where I want to renew my thought and renew my understanding of how God loves me and how am I sharing God's love with others. My message last Sunday was, why love Jesus? Why love Jesus? And after I got done with that message, I was ready to move on to March. But the bishop, my bishop said, you got to look at that a little bit more because the way I was presenting the message was we love Jesus because of the great miracles that he performs in our life. That's a reason to love Jesus because of the miracles that he performs, but there's a second reason to love Jesus, and that is because he trusts us. The reason why we should love Jesus is because the maker of the universe trusts you. He trusts you to do his work on earth, and while you are here, he trusts you to be his voice. He trusts you to be his body. He trusts you to be of service to him. 
He trusts you to go out and present the good news of Christ Jesus. Why should we in the month of March move out of and continue on with the month of March? And I, and I like how that word goes because I asked my brother who's a retired military officer and I said, what month are we in? And he said, we're in March. And I said, as a military officer, I'm surprised at the way you call the month March. March is the only month that's also a command. And when you say March as a military officer, you do it with a, a conviction and a bold command that those who hear it are going are gonna to march vigorously. And as we look at the month of March, we, look at, we should look at it from the standpoint that as Christians, we are hearing God's voice telling us to do what? March. March is named uh, after the uh, Roman uh, god of war. And it's interesting what happened is it was too cold in the winter months to go out in military campaigns. And so the, the, the military leaders would wait until it got warmer, which was now March, and then they would then send the soldiers out. And that's where we come up with that word, March. So we're in it, my Christian brothers and sisters. We are in it right now. We are in the month of March. I'm hoping that somebody here today uh, hears that and says, I'm ready. Sign me up because I know that the Lord loves me. I know what the Lord has done for me, and I want to be of service to him. I know that God uh, trusts me, and because God trusts me, uh, I want to be of service to him, of service to him, understanding that the maker of the universe doesn't need us. The maker of the universe does not need us, but he trusts us. I'm looking through God's holy word. And Jesus said, if, if nobody, uh, if nobody stands up, even the rocks will cry out. The Lord does not need us, but he trusts us. It, he used a donkey to get his message out. The Lord doesn't need us, but he trusts us. And we should, and, and that should be enough to get you excited. The Lord doesn't need us. He created everything. He has everything under his control, everything under his dominion. And he knows what is, what was, and what is to come. And in all that, Greatness in all that glory. God wants us. God trusts us. He invites us to be of service to him. With him, there was the 12 apostles. Everybody knows about the 12 apostles. You could probably recite uh, many, if not all of them. We all know Peter, James, Peter, Andrew, James, Peter, John, I just messed it up. Thomas, Bartholomew, uh, Judas, we can uh, fill up. 
We can continue to on down the list. With him was 12. How about also with him in the walk was a, a, a disciple named Paul who was of service to the Lord. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him and he fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, he said. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. I like this next sentence and I'm reading out of Acts 9 verses 3 through 9. I'm reading out of Acts 9 through Acts 9, 3 through 9. For those who may be listening to this recording later, I know the folks that are here today at Vancouver, Washington, uh, you have it up. But those who are, might be listening to it later, they might we might want to pause this so you can get to Acts 9, 3 through 9. The next sentence in that text says, the men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Paul got up, Saul got up, but couldn't open his eyes, and he was led by hand to Damascus. And most of the time when people hear and, and read the text and hear messages on it, they they instantaneously look and listen and focus in on what happened to Saul and his conversion on the road to Damascus. But I want to spend just a little bit of time here today that I have to to look at the men traveling with Saul. And I want us to put ourselves on that road to Damascus. And, and have you ever considered if you're on that road to Damascus, do, are you hearing the Lord's voice, but don't know where the voice is coming from? That like the people, like the men who are with them, you, you've heard and you feel that in your heart, that's where you believe you should be going, but you haven't gone that way because you don't know, is that the Lord talking to me, wanting me to go? I, did you have not enough faith? Oh, we need just the faith of the mustard, the faith of a mustard seed. God's holy word says, and mountains can be moved. But we have people who are hearing the voice of Jesus saying, I want you to go, but you're unwilling to go. You're like the men walking with Saul. You hear the voice, but you're not willing to, to act on it. You're not willing to hear it. Even even the voice of Jesus was specific and said, Saul, I am Jesus who you're persecuting. We don't hear anything about those men ever since that text. Are you walking with others who are struggling with their faith or are being a, being in opposition to God? Are you there but overlooked by God? Oh, now we're starting to get a little deep. I'm I know I'm only here for for one day, so I get to get up tomorrow, get on a plane and be in, in back in Arizona. So I can ask that question while I'm in Vancouver, Washington here today. Are you there but overlooked by the Lord? See, the Lord was talking to Saul, but there were other men who were also there. But he didn't have any focus 
on the other man. I don't know about you, but when the Lord Jesus is speaking, I'm hoping that his focus is not only on somebody else, but I hope that when the Lord speaks, that his focus is also on me. Are you on that road to Damascus? If you are, the question is, who are you? Are you the same as a person like Saul where you are persecuting Jesus with your lack of trust? Are you persecuting Jesus with your dissension, with your hatred, with your isolation, with your condemning? Are you in are you persecuting Jesus with your inaction? We need to understand that the love of Christ is a two way street. God is pouring down blessings on us each and every day. If you got up this morning, if you're able to to, to tune in, if you're able to go to church, if you're able to hear what's going on, you should just be excited about the blessing of life that was given to you another day. That blessing alone should be enough to say, Lord, I just am thankful for what you've done. If you are able to have a meal today, if you're able to uh, be able to walk and be able to see and be able to hear. You should be thankful for the miracles that have happened to you today. And with those miracles happen, we should understand that that is coming because God loves you so much that he wants only the best for you. But that, but love is always a two-way street. Love is always a two-way street. I know I'm into the month of March, but, but my bishop, when he heard the, the, the message titled, Why Love Jesus last week, he said that was a good part one, but he was waiting for part two. So I'm even though we're gonna we're marching, I told him I need to march. I'm marching into to March. I'm marching through March. I'm marching to the orders of Jesus. I'm gonna march all the way to the resurrection celebration. Next month, I don't know about anybody else who's getting excited about this, but you should be excited that you're hearing the command of Christ Jesus, not saying, Saul, Saul, who are you, Lord? You're the one persecuting me. But instead, you should be hearing the voice saying and put your name in there. I'm going to put my name in there. Stephen, Stephen, I've blessed you. Are you willing? Are you able? Do you trust me enough? Because I trust you enough to be able to do my will and my way to preach the gospel of Christ Jesus, to preach the good news of the kingdom of heaven. That's what the Lord wants us to do today. I'm hoping that there's somebody who's, who's decided to get up and come and listen to this today that just walks away and says, I'm encouraged today to be able to change because I'm hearing in God's holy word that I don't want to be like the men who just hear his voice, but don't know who's talking. I don't want to be like the men who were on the road to Damascus and, and the Lord not even addressing them. I want to be on that road to Damascus like Saul and be converted and be transformed and be excited and be energized and be a, a person who God can rely on to build his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. I'm excited to be here in Vancouver, Washington today. I'm only here for one more day to be able to celebrate with you. And I'm on a plane later to be able to head back to Phoenix. And hopefully before I go, I want to have the opportunity 
It may be with the, the driver to the, to the uh, airport. It may be somebody that's in the airport. It may be somebody that's on the airplane. But I'm hoping that as I'm traveling back from, from the state of Washington to the state of Arizona, that the Lord gives me an opportunity to minister to somebody, to share the love and the glory and the message of the good news of Christ Jesus. March is what I like to call the month of a command. It is the only month of a command. And as I'm going through God's holy word, I like the, as I'm going out of February, the month of love, and I'm going into March, I want to call March, what I want to call it is an, is an after this moment. And after this moment, after we celebrate the love of God, there's something that happens after this. After this, Jesus traveled from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. And I'm in Luke chapter eight, verses one through three, Luke chapter eight, verses one to one to three. After this, Jesus, and I'm hoping that now we've gone out of the road to Damascus and now we're walking from with Jesus when he went from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. And that's how we show our love for Jesus, how we honor him in March by traveling with him, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Is there anyone, anything else you should want to do giving hope to people? After this, the 12 were with him and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene from whose seven demons came out. Joanna, the wife of Susa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many, many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. These women were helping support them, helping support Jesus and helping support the 12 uh, apostles out of their own means. There were a number of women who were traveling with Jesus and supporting them out of their own means. And when I'm thinking about uh, out of their own means, it means what they had to offer. There was some women of high social status. Joanna, the wife of the manager of Herod's household, she was a person of high status and she gave out of what she what were her means. But it doesn't say that anybody else was a person of high stature. So we don't know if they just gave financially. We don't know what they gave, but they gave what they had out of their own means is what they had to offer. And when we start looking at what the Lord wants from us, we, he wants us to give what we have out of our own means, give our talent what we have out of our own means what, we, what he wants us to do is give our financial resources out of our own means. What he wants from us is to give our time out of our own means to, to help Jesus in, his, in the desire that he has, which is to spread the good news of the kingdom of heaven. 
out of our own means. I don't know what your means are, but for for the for the women, that's what they decided they were going to do. They were they were not only followers of Jesus, but they were co-partners in the spread of the good news. I'm hoping that somebody understands what I said today. They weren't just followers of Jesus, meaning that they followed him from village to village. They were co-partners with him in building and spreading the good news of the kingdom of God. And I want to now we're on the we we came out of the road to Damascus, wondering if you're the person who got overlooked by Jesus when he wanted when he was talking to, to Saul. Were you overlooked? Where were you on that road? Now we're on the road with Jesus. We're we're going through a nice journey walking. Now the question is, when you look at the group of people who are there, you have the 12 apostles. You have the women who had multiple diseases taken away from them. You have Mary Magdalene who had seven diseases taken away from her. Seven, we all know, is the number of heavenly perfection. She had a perf- the perfected number of, of demons in her that were removed from, from her. And in response to that, she followed Jesus and supported him out of his own means. Now, I'm looking at those two groups of women. The, the first were, were women who had uh, all sorts of illnesses and diseases. And Mary Magdalene, who had the number of heavenly perfection, number seven of demons in her. And I want to look and think, have you been in a situation where you've had demons taken from you? And sometimes we want to say, I've never been demon possessed. Have you ever been lonely? Have you ever uh, been in fear? Have you ever been in a situation where you felt hopeless? Have you ever been in a situation where you've been gravely ill? Have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know which way to go? Have you ever been in a situation where you felt isolated, felt abandoned, felt persecuted, uh, felt challenged, felt attacked? We had all these different demons that I can keep on going through the list, but I'm just going to talk about the ones that have tried to attack me. I might have got to the number of seven. I might be sitting with Mary Magdalene. And if it's just her and I that have had demons come come attack me, then I'm just going to preach to myself. I flew a long way from from Mesa, Arizona to Vancouver, Washington to preach to myself. But I'm hoping that one or two people who hear this today say, I'm with you, preacher. I had demons in my life, but through the resurrection power of Christ Jesus, I've been healed. And because of that healing, I'm going to be walking with Mary Magdalene. I might have to push Mary Magdalene out of the way because I want to have that same type of experience. What experience did Mary Magdalene have after she uh, was healed of the demons? She was able to walk with Jesus And as she walked with Jesus, she and and the other woman not only walked as he was preaching the good news of Christ, of of the kingdom of heaven. They also walked with him all the way to Calvary. I'm wondering where you are on your walk. Have you picked up your cross and walked with Jesus? If you if you finish the account of the death and resurrection of Jesus, you'll find that some of the same women who were on the road with him that was recorded in Luke 8 verses 1 to 3 were the same women 
who were at the cross on Calvary. These women did not even unto the death of Jesus give up their love for him, give up their devotion for him, or give up their commitment to be with him. I'm wondering where you are. See, that's what God's holy word, God's holy word is supposed to be like, uh, uh, supposed to strike at your heart to, uh, to see whether you, where you are, to be as a, a light and be as a mirror and be as a challenge to you to see where you are in your walk with Christ. Not only did, the, did Mary Magdalene and some of the other women walk with Jesus and support him with his own with their own means. Not only did some of these women uh, walk and and went all the way to Calvary. Not only did the women do that, but on the third day, oh, we should start getting excited because on the third day, it says Mary Magdalene and some of the women went to that tomb. That tomb was empty. Mary Magdalene, she had an intimate moment with Christ Jesus when he healed her of seven demons. She had an intimate moment with him at the garden when he when he spoke to her and she understood that her uh, that her guide or her healer, her friend, the person who she followed, he was in what he said he was going to do. He actually did. I'm hoping that some other people who uh, can understand the same thing that Mary Magdalene experiences, the same thing that you experience here today, that what the Lord said he was going to do, I will not harm you, but to prosper you is what he did. I'm hoping that some people who are here today hear it and say, I will not leave you or forsake you even to the end of time, not only heard it, but also experienced it. I, I want people to say, and to hear that the Lord say, uh, anybody, the Lord so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not, be, will not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm hoping that people just don't hear it, but experience it. I'm hoping that you don't just experience it, but with that experience that you have, you take that experience and that gives you the encouragement. You take that experience and you feel the love of God. You take that experience, you feel the grace of God, you feel the mercy of God, and you take all that, and that's what motivates you. That's what gives you energy. That's what gives you excitement. Not only does it do that, it gives you the experience that you have, that personal relationship with Christ Jesus that we have that can only happen with him. And through it all, if you if you have that type of relationship, then what you're going to do is you're going to be listed with the 12 apostles. You're going to be listed with the women who had multiple illnesses and diseases taken from them. You're going to be listed with Mary Magdalene who had seven demons taken out of her. You're going to be listed with Susanna and Joanna, the wife of the, uh, of, of the head of Herod's court. You're going to be listed with the many others who supported the Lord with their own means. I'm hoping here today as I'm getting ready to close down and get ready to get, get my luggage and get back on the airplane and fly back. I'm hoping that there's one last thing that you hear and remember from my experience up here. I may be another decade before I get to the state of Washington and be able to be with you again. 
but I'm hoping that during that next decade, you say I'm I just was listed and I'm having the same experience. I'm willing to support the Lord with my own means collectively in humble service to the Lord. Humble service, meaning that we acknowledge the great blessings that the Lord has done and we want to serve him. We're trying to serve him. We don't need our names written in in the lights. We can be just like the two, uh, I call them bookend lists of women, the bookends. The one says the women who had many illnesses and diseases and the other one is many others. We don't know the name of any one of those. All we know is their actions. I'm hoping that somebody hears that they don't they we don't know their name. We just know their action and their action was to support the Lord Jesus out of their own means, out of their own means. They supported Jesus because they understood that the Lord, what the Lord had done for them, and they wanted to make sure that they shared it with others. That's where we are here today, walking with Jesus, understanding that what he did is he, we, he, he blessed us immeasurably. What we are doing here today is we're having an opportunity to determine whether we can hear the voice of Jesus speaking out to each one of us, saying, I am your Lord. I'm here to bless you. What we know is I'm hoping here today that somebody who did not know before today the great love of God. I'm hoping that there's somebody here today who hasn't heard before the invitation to be part of the March Army for the kingdom of God to spread the good news of Christ Jesus. I'm hoping that this message resonates when you're you're looking on the road, whatever path the Lord has for you, that you can say, Lord, I'm on that walk and I want to walk with you. Lord, I'm on that walk. I want to hear you, not only hear your voice, but I want to know who it is. I want to know that it's you speaking to me. I want to know that I, and let you know that my love for you is in a manner by which I'm willing to serve. I'm willing to go where you want me to go. I'm willing to say what you want me to say. I'm willing to do what you want me to do. Just Lord, give me the way and give me the the wisdom and give me the strength and give me the opportunity and give me the means to be able to do what you want me to do. That's my hope when I'm in here in Vancouver, Washington. That's my hope for anybody who listens to this, that you will be able to be listed with the people who have who followed and supported the Lord with their own means in humble service to the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening today. Thank you to all our guests. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stephen Zachary Minister Gilbert, the Arizona Message Ministry on Facebook, and feel free to send me an email to the message2.us or to my private website, stephenzachary.com. Thank you to Haribo Books for supporting us. That's HaribolBooks.com. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks.